guess what? He's not going to fucking stop him. Marab's going to fucking break him. He's going to be in his face from the beginning to the end. He better hope he lands a shot. Best country, Georgia! Ah! This was his big mistake. Fight for Georgia. Mogis Almebitwellas, Fight Hop is back. I'm Jamat Inglisuri episode. I'm Jamat Inglisuri episode. I'm Yes, the one and only Romy. Who is it? I'm Jamat Inglisuri episode. GSP Swiss legendary Oladroy Saukates Walter Wade Swiss da Chuen Swiss Kartelovis Mera Dualishulis Erter team Tsunelli Metsera Zangui Hari Zangai Zanakhtone will be worth much like it. Aram Gunia Aljus Garda the interviews got as Aljum Chatera Mera Tantatusaigo. Tbilisi chasule aram gunia so UFC kamlit pobeli u rodesmo kopeli ko sad me kartul MMA sivte shiko da bravi zan didi pati vies chen tuzda marsla guixariat zan da imeti guakrot kentisi amonept kewanteli episodis tuis didi pati vies chen tuis to have the Hall of Famer Matt the Terracera. Welcome to New York. How do I do well, this? Longo's, don't please. Longo's a fucking disaster. Don't, don't. <laughs> we, can start, we can start attacking Longo in a second. Are you guys yeah. in right now? No, no, I'm in Brooklyn out oh, here, fuck. right? Right. Yeah. And this Brooklyn, guy over here. Yeah, I'm I'm in Brooklyn. And this guy over here is in China. You're in fucking China? Yeah. With China. with this made guy... in China Marab shirt. Yes, sir. Oh, oh I want one of those. We will get oh, we you on. You are for like, sure. Am but, I too shiny or no? No, no, no. You no, look you great, look great Matt. And uh, oh. I feel like I'm on UFC unfiltered right now. You yeah, know, with your background. background. <laughs> I only got one background, and that's it. Coach, What's let up, me let, let me let me tell uh, the youngsters who just started watching MMA real quick who this guy is, who this man is. First of all, okay. we are honored for you to join us. This is this means everything to us. Absolutely. I mean, you have no idea how pumped. And we've been the whole week, you know, ever since we found out where you're going you're gonna to come on. And uh, I just want to tell the new viewers, our viewers, everybody around the world who's going to watch the show. Yes. We have uh, met the, met the Terra Sarah today on our show. Uh, he was so kind to join us. The UFC Hall of Famer, the UFC champion, the only man who has knocked out GSP. And the list goes on and on and on. And we can talk about your uh, accolades all day. But simply our friend. Marab's friend. For Georgians, you're Matt Sarah Marab's coach. So thank you again, coach. How's the family? How are you? Everybody's good. Everybody's training. I was at my school today. I just followed you guys on the Fight Hop, the Fight Hop podcast. I'm following you. you now. I'm following thank you. Thank you. Like a, <laughs> like a damn stalker. So and we just uh, moved up. Man, shoot. Slowly but surely. I'm with you guys. So uh, you guys are friends with Marab? Who knows Marab? Yes, yes, we, we both do. You look like you could be his cousin. I swear to God. <laughs> we actually me met near him. We actually mm. met through Marab because I live yeah. in China and Romy lives in New York. And um, yeah, Marab was the one who introduced us. 
So, okay. Uh, we started uh, the first ever, I believe it's the first ever Georgian MMA podcast. Let me ask can... you, right. what is in the water in Georgia? Yeah. Because everybody's so damn nice over there. That's the only reason I'm doing this thing. Everybody, yeah. every Georgian I met is a freaking nice, nice, I mean, super nice. Like, like, and genuinely nice, not a fake nice. And I'm like, what is going on? I got to go there. I, I got to bring my family there. I told Marab. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm tell you the same thing I told uh, Rolando because he, he, he asked us the same question. I told him, honest, this is honest, as honest I can be about it. It's because of probably the how much we have suffered. Yeah. Throughout the history, I think that's that's the whole thing. We've suffered so much that we just want to be nice, you know, yeah, to man. people. I mean, listen, not to hijack your interview, but this fight coming up with with Marab versus Peter Yan, there's a lot on that, yeah. isn't there? Yes, a lot yeah, deeper yes, than yes. just a, just an MMA match, isn't it? In some ways, no, it's it's a, it's a lot more than that, and you know, I can stress it enough to to how to. I don't even know how to express how much this means. And without putting any extra pressure on Mirab, I know I think he he feels the most pressure right now, but he can yeah. handle it. We know he can ha handle it, and yeah. we also try not to over over like tax this thing with the motions. So because we don't want to pressure our boy more than he has to be, you know. Of what I course, mean? listen, yeah. fighting is pressure though. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, no, definitely. and definitely. I learned that early from Master Henzo Gracie. So fighting is pressure, if. They put more pressure on you. I mean, you walk in that cage. The the, yeah. the the fact that you're walking into a cage with another highly skilled athlete that's looking to do damage to you, that's pressure enough. Now, yeah. with the history with Russia and Georgia and everything, I talked to Marab about that, about, you know, there's always the what ifs. Well, what if something goes wrong? You know, yeah. what, if, what if it goes right and they're building a statue of you in fucking Georgia right now? That's what's going to happen. That's, that's what's probably what I'm, <laughs> what's Amen, coach. Amen, five coach. rounds, five rounds with the machine. He better hope he hurts him early because Marab doesn't stop. Yeah. Marab does not stop. It's like a rabid pit bull. I remember when you when I first heard you talk about Marab, and this was probably not the first time you ever talked about him, but that's that was the first time I heard you talk about him. You said uh, this exact words. You said if Terminator was short and Georgian, he would be called Marab. I remember that it was years ago, but I remember that he doesn't stop. He just doesn't yeah. stop. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this endurance. I don't know if it's from that stream back home when he's swimming up in that. I don't know what it is, but he has endurance for days. And I'm gonna say I don't. I never seen anything like it. You know, and he's all natural. You know, he's just yeah. a guy. He just yeah. loves to train, train, train. He doesn't. He doesn't have any um, any any uh bad habits. You no, know, no, like no. some, you know, he doesn't go out unless and... you look at his trip uh, to Jamaica. Now well, we've seen more of that personality coming out. We know what his hobbies are now, right, Coach? Well, they they do call him the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> what happens in Jamaica stays there. I heard. But yeah. all I know is, I told Aljo, dude, next time he goes with you to Jamaica, don't let the guy. Jamaica's not a place you want to go jogging around at fucking nighttime. What are you? <laughs> He's crazy, this kid. Yeah. And Aldo goes, no, man, we told him. And then he was he ran to some local people. They're like, you should go back. <laughs> when was the last time you talked to him? Oh, I talked to him once this fight was announced. I want to ask you, I want to ask you real quick before I forget. And then I, I want to ask you about uh, you a couple of questions. And my boy here, 
does have a few questions around Mirab, but I want to sure. ask you this. You know that front choke that he does? The front choke? You know, the front choke. Now, he, he, like when, a bulldog when he choke. Jumps, when he jump, yeah, when he jumps on the guy from the side control, you know that choke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a judo. Like an old school yeah, judo I, lock. Yes, do I approve? do. Yes, I do know it. Do you it. approve of that choke? That's what I want to know. Did, I, did you talk to Mirab about this? No, I haven't. No. Listen, in this is the deal with that choke. I hate it. Now, look. Yeah. Wait. We got to wait now because, look, it shouldn't work because yeah. it, it could work. And I've seen him. I'm not going to mention names, but in my school, we've got guys coming through all the time that are world-class submission grapplers in his weight. Like in his mm-hmm. way, they don't. They might not never take a ever take a punch in their life. But these are the guys that are going out winning the EBIs and this and that and high level jujitsu guys. I've seen Marab tap out that guy and guys like that of that caliber with that fucking joke. It's more of like a crime. It feels like the head's gonna pop off, you know. <laughs> so I, the reason why I don't like it is because if you lose it, the guy's on your back. You know, you, yeah. you know, so if you lose it, the guy's on your back. I like yeah. to be side controlled and underhook, but my thing is, he's so effective at it that yeah. it's like, dude, like every time he gets any class, he looks at me. I go, I, I can't hate on you. I can't. I want to. I want to say that shit because I told him before that shit. Get rid of it, and then he gets a lot of guys with it. And when he does, he looks at me and he kind of laughs. I go, all right, you little bastard. Good. I'm happy. I'm a little, I don't want it to work, but it's working. So fucking, I can't, I can't, listen, he's good at that fucking move. So in jujitsu and, in, you know, in grappling in general, there's never, never. Like, in other words, if people say never do this, never, some some unorthodox moves that don't work for most, or or it could work for some, and it could work very effective for some. And that's one of those moves. So that's funny you ask that because if you yeah. ask that to Rob, does Matt like that? He'll laugh because I hate it, but yet he always gets it off and he's not getting it off on lemons. He's getting it off on good guys. So fuck if it ain't broke, you know? I mean, and he I just mean, had I a heard... grappling match and he actually yeah, won he, with that. He, finished. he oh, just he had a grappling match yeah. and he actually yeah, won yeah. with that. Is that what he won with? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's it. It was like a couple of days ago. Well, maybe. Oh, a few days ago, right? Mirab? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Fury, I think, but yeah, he just had Wait. a grappling match. Why is he having a grappling match when he's got a fight coming up? Because he's a maniac. Yeah, he's also jumping into ice lakes and shit. I got you. <laughs> um, he won with that. That's so. That, listen, I'm not. Hey, how about this? I'm not surprised. You know. Yeah, me neither. You know, I, he, I heard. Uh, I heard Caesar Gracie talk about um, jujitsu uh, one time, and he said. He was talking about Nick Diaz, and he said he loved to come here instead of school because in school they were t- telling him you got to do this this way or you're gonna fail. And in jujitsu, he I was telling him you can do it whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can choose your yeah. own way, and that's the beauty of martial arts, right? I mean, that's as true as it can be. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you shouldn't just have one way and not the yeah. other way. If this is the way I'm teaching you, teaching you learn that way. That's no, no. I, I listen. I got a white belt mentality. I'm at my school. Shit. Yesterday, I taught three times. I taught the 7 a.m., took a little nap in my lounge. I did the, the noon class, came back. I got my three daughters training, watched the kids' class. And then I put one big class at night. Dude, I'm on the mats a lot, and I'm constantly still learning things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whether it's, you know, some of this new entries with the fucking double troubles and the leg locks, cool shit. But uh, even just, you know, 
whether it's the triangle, body triangle escape with the hand assist method. I love it all. And I'm constantly adding to my arsenal. But, uh, yeah. you know, I just love jujitsu. That's my retirement, basically. That's what I do. Uh, like, when it comes to Georgian MMA, I would say that uh, jujitsu isn't our strongest uh, base, yeah. right? I mean, if you look at all the Georgian. Uh, While we're getting there. Yeah, Which wrestling. Let, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Uh, sure. Yeah, wrestling. We have like Georgian Chidaoba, which is like traditional Georgian wrestling. With um, the gi. With the gi. Yeah, with yeah. like a judo. With a yeah, yeah, with a judo, judo gi and gi, shorts. Yeah. And um, yeah. but I was uh, just gonna say like uh, recently uh, you had Roman Dolidze on your show as well, unfiltered, right? Yeah. And we were saying, yeah, yeah, we were saying that you know like. When it comes to Georgians, BJJ may not be our strongest point, but uh, coach, how would you rate like that cough slicer finish? Uh, that yeah, well, it yeah. was it was ground and pound, but that that lockup uh, that wait, he did who, to Hermanson. Who was who was uh, Roman fighting again? Uh, right. Jack Hermanson. Hermanson. Oh, that well, that's what makes listen. Sometimes it's not the submission they pull off; it's it's who, who they who they pulled it yeah. off on. And Jack Hermanson. He's very good in grappling, very good in jujitsu. A high level. He's got some nice finishes, man. I seen him when he went with Jacare, and I don't know how I still don't know how Jacare got out of that choke he was in. But uh yeah, yeah. for Roman to do that to him the way he did, and not only that, and then call out somebody that nobody wants to fight in Kamzat, man, I was yeah, super well, impressed. And yeah, again, we all have a guy. Coach, you coach, you defeated a Hamzat in your early career, isn't that right? And it's funny, I did fight a Kamzat. Yeah. A Russian Kamzat. <laughs> that was my third MMA fight. And uh, it was hard for me to find quality opponents in the late 90s. But he was actually yeah. good. He was tough. If you ever see that fight, it was on YouTube somewhere. And you got Frank Shamrock doing the commentary. I was 23 years old. I was a purple belt. And that, that Kamzat was a, 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 a Russian uh, Sambo instructor in the army or something. But he was good. He wizarded me down. I got him in the arm lock. I popped his yeah. arm. Did you see? You got him from the bottom, right, coach? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I popped yeah, his yeah, elbow, yeah. but he got out of it. And then I like pendulum swept him to his back and I strangled him. But he was okay. he was one of my first guys I fought that was actually a legit guy. Because sometimes yeah. they get big guys in the snap, but they just knew nothing on the floor, you know? So that guy was actually pretty tough. Coach. We're talking about jujitsu. Yeah, uh, and then back to you, George. Uh, nice. Good. Uh, I've been. I've been watching and training uh, mixed martial arts since 2005. You started like years before that. You were like one of the OGs. Uh -huh. And uh, back in those days when I started watching, jujitsu was like a key point. Everybody had to be good at it because the yeah. best guys at jujitsu and wrestling were the champions all the time. Now yeah. the stage is flipping a little bit because the guys who are strikers, they – they know how to defend the takedown. They know how to defend the, the, the wall against the wall. They know how to defend the grappling. And then they stand, they know they, they, they make the fight to go standing up and they light guys up. Now, how, how, well, what do I say? How do I say this? How important do you still think that jujitsu, how, how primarily important do you think jujitsu is, jujitsu is still in MMA? Oh, I mean, if you do not, this is the thing. Yes. Uh, people had to get well-rounded to deal with it. So it's not like the UFC number one, like in the yeah. early UFCs when, Hey man, you could throw me in there with fucking how many guys that are skilled with whatever. If they don't know a little fucking anything on the floor, 
Mm-hmm. Most likely yeah. I'm smoking them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, in the early days, you're literally fighting a bunch of white belts on the floor of jujitsu. I mean, they just didn't know yeah. anything. So you can literally just go to guard and they're just leaving their arms in your face and you can arm lock them. So it's like, it's funny. But uh, nowadays, you got to look at it like this. Yes, the stri- everybody with the strikers, you know, they caught on and they, be- they started implementing the jiu-jitsu. It's not just about learning a sprawl. I'm going to say everybody in the UFC should be at least a blue belt level, at least. Should be higher. But even the, the best, even those kickboxers, a lot of the guys in there um, – like, like Israel Adesanya, if you ever see him on the floor, he's moving. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, if you, it's not like it's just a purist. You can't. I like guys that are super skilled in one area. Whether it's Ben Askren with his wrestling, Damian Maya with his jujitsu, trying to think of a, a Stephen Wonderboy Thompson with his karate. I love guys that are a master at a certain discipline. discipline. Yeah. And and maybe not as well in the other areas, but just a master in one. And uh, you know, the, to answer your question, if somebody didn't know any jujitsu and just worked on a sprawl, I mean, they, they they're not going to go far in the UFC. Yeah. You need jujitsu. Jujitsu is as important as ever. You know, yeah. will you take everybody down and fucking rear naked choke them? Probably not. But let me tell you, even in the fights where um, I lost and this and that, my jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu served me. I never had to tap. I never had to say uncle. You know what yeah. I mean? Carol Parisian's a judo player. I got one of the worst times. Like this fight, I got tired. Round one. What a that fight, fight should have been done in was. round one. I, now, listen, that guy didn't get a throw on me when I was fresh. I felt I was taking it all away. You get tired, it's a different story. Now, for whatever reason, I got tired. Now, I, I last round going into that fifth, third round, when I mean I had zero, I had zero in the tank. I had Longo asking me if he wanted, you know, because the, the guy, the one of the doctors came in, hey man, are you good to go? Because I took some shots, and uh, Longo was like, you know, should I, uh, should I do something? I told him I'll, I was going to hit him with a stool. I'm not ending the fight. Yeah. You know? So I went out there, I got dominated that last round. But what I also did was I, I got to show my escape from a rear naked choke by a high level player. I got to show a dead to right arm lock, totally straightened out, and I got mm-hmm. to show a money escape. And then if I didn't have that escape. That's a broken arm or me saying uncle, me saying tap it out. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, my jujitsu served me where even if I lost the fight, I never got put in a position. Now, I don't want to ever be held down and make, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. So that's what I love yes. about jujitsu. And I'll tell you what else. I got done fighting. Shit, man. I'm 37. I'm 48 now. It was 11 years ago. Uh, or, or, or 36 was my last fight. I haven't sparred with my hands, legs. I've hit some mitts here and there, uh, but I never had a. I never took another punch since. I never sparred since. But I'll tell you right now, I'm I'm taking limbs fucking five days out of the week. You know what I mean? So, yes. and I could do that and not get any stupider. You know what I mean? I can actually get smarter. Like my jujitsu yes. is. I can still. So I can stay deadly. I can stay dangerous, and not you know. Lose any more brain cells. So I love jujitsu, man. I could talk about that forever. How old is he? Six, five? What was that? Six. He's gonna be seven in a week. Not bad, huh? I can see. Yeah. I got three daughters, so I can. I, can make- I know. God, God bless you, coach. I've seen oh, you. I've that's seen that's you from the side with your daughters. I've seen you interact with people. Yes. That's the craziest thing about you, though. It just hit me. You're such a nice guy, but everywhere you go, the trouble follows you. What's up with that? 
Hey, man, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. I, lately, the last thing that happened to me, I was in a Universal. Universal uh-huh. Studios. I love dance. that story. The toilet story. I know that story, I mean, man. That cracked I mean, me up. On, man. And know what's funny about this? I got out of that stall and, and uh, I started recording, like venting. And then my phone shut off. So I couldn't finish it. So I'm like, if, so I put a thing on the end. If anybody wants to uh, hear the rest of this story, go to UFC. <laughs> my producers hit me up and they're like, yo, that was genius. We got how many new subscribers and this and that. Meanwhile, I was just venting because this fat fuck, excuse me, this fat, you got kids around, sorry. This fat, this, this moron was, I was in a stall to make the long story short. I don't know, did you hear the story, Roman? Yes. You did. Uh, you oh, did. You heard the story. Yes, yeah. yes right. well, of course. We follow you everywhere, Koji. Come on. Will, you and Lago? I can assume. Long story short, I was in a, but I mean, this is what I'm thinking. Who in their right mind would take that? I'm in a stall using the bathroom. Mind <laughs> you, I have some colitis. I have stomach issues. Ultra I know. We know that too. Not, not a good thing. Right, you guys know about me. I'll, I'll send you that. <laughs> in, case your, in case your audience didn't hear this, Talk I'm about stalkers. <laughs> so I'm in, listen, I'm in this stall, and this guy, they're knocking on the door. The, the guys who clean the bathroom, and it's at Universal Studios. And um, I let them know at first, like anybody, I occupied, you know, twice. And each time between each minute, like each time it was like a minute in between. Then, then again, I go, oh, I go, obviously I'm not done. I see fingers come over the stall. I have to clean the stall. Oh my God. How about when I'm done taking up, or I'm cleaning this up, <laughs> this kid. Uh, oh, sir. No, you, you can't hear us. Okay. Sir, 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 you can't curse. This, is a, this kid's here. This is a... Oh, really? How about you get the fuck away from the stall, jerk off? That's what I say. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Oh, so now, listen. If that's not enough, also, and I hear him going, "Oh no, you can't use this stall. This guy's in here for twenty five minutes." I'm like, "Oh motherfucker!" I'm doing. I'm like, I'm livid, man. I'm trying to control myself. I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm like, "Oh, dude, this can't be happening." I go, "Look, keep that same energy when I'm done in here, buddy." All right. <laughs> I kick open that thing like a cowboy in a saloon. Boom. Who's got the jokes? Who's got the jokes about the 25 minutes? And this little fat thing comes out from behind a, a thing. And, and I'm like, hey, man. I go, what you got to say? You know? And he's like, you can't curse. So he started going that route. He's going to call security. Long story short, security recognized me. They were nice. And uh, when I was talking to security, this big giant of a man comes over and he's with his family. And he's like, Matt, all right. He was a fan. Well, you know, he watched the fights. So I had to put me in a choke. I'm talking to him. I go, oh, hey, <laughs> excuse me. I got to explain to security that I'm not an a-hole. So then the security, they knew. And I thought, hey, listen, man, shit's harassment, man. I could have cost that guy his job. But it's funny, though, because I got like almost a – I got the last time I checked, it was like 992,000 views on that effing thing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But to answer your question – if you're listen, you guys seem like nice guys. If you're in that stall, I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do if you're me? You're not going to be like. Hey, I think go. when he puts the hand over, when he puts the hand over, you uh, after you wipe, you hand it, you hand it over to him. That would have been good. That is. <laughs> God forbid he throws it back though. I can't. But anyway, it was. It was one of those things where I'm like, dude, how does this happen to me all the time? Dana makes fun of me. Dana White. He's just like. Uh, 
I go, Dan. I go, is it me? He goes, yeah, it's you. I go, it's not me. It's me. You know? I, uh, heard... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, John, I'm enjoying myself here, George. So you go ahead. Yeah, I'm uh, mentioning I'm getting you. Right. Uh, thank you so much, Matt. That this is a huge honor once again. Like talking oh, to you right fun. now, it means the world to us for real. And uh, mentioning Dana, I will never forget looking for a fight, New York episode, uh, Ring of Combat. I will never forget that. And it was actually yeah. ever since then. New, Jer New Jersey episode, just to make sure we got Jersey. it right. All right. Yeah. right. You guys were. In case in you want to go back like, and look for it. Yeah. Eating pizzas and stuff, right? You, you guys were eating pizzas in New York first, right? One, there was one in New York where we ate pizzas. I don't want to, and we did the Rockets. Yeah, uh, that was the same episode, Coach. I've that seen that like a hundred times. Hey, that is you know my better list. than me. You might be right, dude. I did, I did like 20 of those shows. And Coach, it was that, fun. Dana White, that show your audience, if anybody had never seen it, Dana White looking for a fight on YouTube, that's a fun show. That's a fun gig, man. That's, that's a fun, fun show, yeah. Yeah, man. But you were going to say about that episode, Mariah? Yeah, yeah I was going to say that like uh, Georgians, we are a fighting nation, right? Uh, yeah. We have a, a long history in like uh, Olympics, in combat sport. I guess if you can call wrestling and judo, it is a combat sport, you could say, right? Um, but yeah. like not having a single seat in the UFC until 2015. Wow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like Wait, Marab was the first guy? No, Marab was, was the, the second, second guy. guy. The second Ooh, guy. Right. Okay. Uh, by the way, shout out to the first ever Georgian UFC fighter, Lewan Makashvili, who was also based in New York. He's in Georgia oh. now. He was the he was the first one. He actually fought Damon Jackson, who uh, Ilya Topuria finished uh, with some vicious punches in round one. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. now I forgot what I was saying. Right, yeah. Watching that episode, Matt, and hearing you say, Marab, Marab, that Ooh. just lifts me up, man. I mean, yeah. every yeah. time I watch that, I feel like I'm a kid watching yeah. The Lion King, you know? I tear up, man. I feel so much yeah, energy yeah. and love, like, to finally have that recognition and that love. Yeah. And you gave us that platform, yeah. that opportunity. Yeah, you know, for Marab to get in there and do his thing. And for that, I am forever grateful, man. And well, ever since then, I've been your diehard fan and I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Thank you. The credit, the credit is really all due to Marab. I mean, Mar let me tell you, we went there. We went from Alaska and then took that. Dana's whoever's jet that was wasn't mine. We went that <laughs> back to New York, New Jersey, New York, and we that was a back to back episode. And Marab, they 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 were there to watch Marab's. Dana was like, "Look, I'm watching this guy." And Stout, Stout I think. Uh, Stout. What is it? Rofen, yes. Rafael Stout. And he goes, this, uh, "He's like, this is a Duke Rufus guy. I'm watching him." I go, "Well, he's fighting my guy." I go, "That's good because you can have eyes on Marab." And I go, Marab's a beast. And he's telling me how good this other kid's supposed to be. So for Marab to take him out in seconds with that back fist yeah. was just. And again, we've seen Marab's journey, like from in the MMA, where it wasn't just, it was, there was some hurdles he had to get over. And not only, and whenever there was a, a step back, he fucking, he just, he never got, he didn't, he just dug in deep and he, and he, and he took two steps forward. 
and he and he just and he and, he, and everybody, all our team, everybody loves each other. But I'm gonna say it's easy to say. I think Marab is the most loved dude on the team. He's the heart of the team. He he is a guy. If there's any kind of any kind of friction, Marab is just a guy. He'll have a fight coming up, and like I'll go like for instance, I'll go to watch them warm up or something, and. I needed a charger. Where's Marab? He disappears, comes back with a charger. I go, dude, what are you doing? You got to fight. He's just, he he's very thoughtless. He thinks, he puts everybody, yeah. like, before himself. So he's just such can, a, a genuine, great, great guy. Everybody. I can relate to that. Everybody. I can relate to that, Coach, because I can tell you a quick story. I show up at the gym, and I'm asking Lango, is Marab there? He goes, like, yeah, he's been here, like, 10 hours. He's been sweating, like, crazy all day. I go in there, Marab is sweating. All, he's, all, he's a mess. I'm like, hey, dude, you you came in to, so late today. I'm like, yeah, man. I know. I was like, let me go change it, and we're gonna we, we can roll a little bit. I'm like, this fucking guy. <laughs> he was like, I mean, I, I'm nobody. He doesn't have to do that for me. But he just went went in the back, changed the shirt, came back and rolled with me. It was crazy. Nah, he's a he's such a nice guy. There's times I'd be with him, and we'd be away, and there's like guys at UFC. He, I think he's he's got his antennas up now. He's but we'd be and there'd be guys like, oh, Marab, hey, I got this new thing. I'm hey, take a picture with this, and they're having him. Hold some kind of. I go, Marab. These guys are trying to fucking. Like, Don't be holding up no fucking t-shirts for these motherfuckers. I go, you're too nice. Go, They're trying to make money off you. Get paid for that shit. Go, you know, I'm always have to step in to be like, Marab. There's being nice, and then there's you know helping this jerk off. Who's this guy? Anyway, <laughs> I love Marab. <laughs> we know, coach. By uh, the way, I want to say something. You know, coach. You know how you always go into a into a fight and you you have this plan in your head this is how this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna jab i'm gonna cross and you have this plan and then you go in there and the fight goes diff some, completely different it's a different fight than what you've imagined this is exactly yeah. what's going on right now this interview is so much better than i planned in my head oh, over and over. i'm having fun me too man what coach. else you guys want to know hit coach hit coach listen i can't end the interview without your favorite question which is what else do you do apart from, you know, uh, every time you guys have guests on Unfiltered, you always talk yes. about fights. But your favorite question I noticed is like the other side of a person. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. what are they into? And I know that, you know, you are a huge uh, VR player on the quest and you murk guys. And I, I know you love your Netflix. Yeah. By the way, uh, one of my favorite shows, thanks to you, is uh, The Mandalorian. And the new season is going to come out. And I was never a Star Wars fan, so I would I would just have ignored that, right? Yeah. Lately, Romy and I have been watching uh, Yellowstone. That's yeah, uh, that's pretty good. And uh, yeah. had, have you seen, Coach? Have you seen The Last of Us? It just look, came out. Yes, I did. I'm up on that too. Now, yeah, Mandalorian, love it. You have to check out Andor. Andor. Is very adult for Star Wars. Kids will be like, "Yeah, it's a little talky," but it is. It, it reminds okay. you more of Blade Runner. It's very, it's yeah. very edgy. It's kind of like Rogue One. It's it's like an, it's the it's the plays from that that movie. So good. Check out Andor, The Last of Us. I'm enjoying it. I am Love enjoying it. it. You know, Love it. I, I watched the second episode, and uh, it was something else. I, I am I'm enjoying it. I'm not. I don't. I'm not familiar with the video game of that. Yeah, no, you don't play the PlayStation. You you're on your VR, right? So, dude, yeah. I was literally on before I got on here, and I'm gonna go on after too. That's what I. Do. You know what I mean? I got By a house. Way, 
We know that story I told you about when we were texting. Do you, you remember that guy, right? The, 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 the one I told you about, Anthony Yakovam. You remember that guy? Anthony who? I told you, Anthony Yakovam, your classmate. Anthony, uh, classmate in jiu-jitsu? And... No, 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 in high school. This guy lives right next to your house, right next to your academy in Huntington. And uh, Oh, and what about him? I don't know. Who I told I, I texted you a story. I picked him up once. I was four or five years ago. I was working Uber. Okay. And I, and I gave him a ride to your academy. I was like, do you know Matt Sellers? You know where he lived? And he goes, yeah, he was my classmate. This and that. We got into a talk. And I was like, you got to start taking jujitsu. Nice guy. He gave me like $50 tip or something crazy like that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I like him already just on that. I gave you a nice Anthony tip. Anthony Akavam, I think his last name. I know an Akavon. I don't know. Maybe, Akavon, it's maybe, it's maybe that's Akavon. the one. Maybe that's the one. He lives in a very nice house next to your academy in Huntington. Oh, shit, man. Well, tell him to join up. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. That's funny, man. Yeah, man. No, I'm not too familiar with that, that guy. But, the, oh, oh, by the way, the Yellowstone, uh, he seems like a nice guy. I probably know if I've seen him. Yellowstone, I went, I watched 1883. I binged that. Me that's too. The, that's awesome. I just Me started too. it. I'm on the other one, that's Harrison Ford one. Yeah, that's the 19, right? That's the 19. Oh, good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one, I'm I'm slowly but surely getting through the first season of the the, the other one because there's certain shows that I have to watch with my wife because otherwise I get in trouble. So shout out to the missus. Congrats. She had her her, uh, kickboxing debut, right? Yeah. And now she's doing a lot of jujitsu, man. She's probably going to do some competitions with that. Coach, I don't want to cut you off, Coach. I'm so sorry, yeah, because right. it's going to cut off by itself, right? Oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah. So we got like three minutes. And the one final question for the diehard yes. M- MMA fans who are the Georgian fans who are waiting for this bout uh, between Marab and Peter Yan. Coach, yes. uh, when it came to fighting Jose Aldo, Marab couldn't take down Aldo, but he still got the victory, right? Yes. Uh, through, like, uh, position and control, right? Even in standing. But, Coach, how do you see uh, this fight uh, between Peter Yan? Do you think Marab will have success taking him down? And Look, yeah. I'll tell you now. Yeah, I right. got you. Look, a, you know, I might ch- be chatty. This is the deal. People gave Marab some, some shit, and, and Dana yeah. did too, about that fight with with, uh, with um, the great Aldo. Jose Aldo. Yeah. That is some bullshit because listen to me, that guy is the, out of everybody in the division, I know he's retired now, that is the guy who was the hardest fight for Marab because his yeah. takedown defense is uncanny. Look at People Jose Aldo's takedown defense. The only time somebody gets on top of him is when they beat him down like Max Holloway. They beat him up and then they get on top from punches. Nobody's taking that fucking guy down. Show me somebody taking – look at Chad Mendes on him. How'd that work out? Listen, no, he's a beast, and that was the hardest guy. That was the hardest test. And Marab, in my mind, passed with flying colors. I don't care who says anything different. Now, look, you can say what you want. What do you want him to do? I remember that night, even Dana was like, oh, you know, it wasn't, you know, he, he didn't, like, do favors for himself. Like, what do you? Hey, listen, man, what do you want him to do? We'll do tie boxing with one of the best tie boxes. Marab fights the way he fights. It's your job to try to stop him. It's PBR's job to try to stop him. Guess what? He's not going to fucking stop him. Marab's going to fucking break him. He's going to be in his face from the beginning to the end. He better hope he lands a shot. Otherwise, it's a fucking horrible night for Peter Yan. Marab's going to fucking torture him. He's going to bring him in those deep waters, and he's going to beat the shit out of him. Coach, we love you.
Thank you for this. Guys, thank you so much. Nah, you can't Thank you so much, Coach. You're welcome back. Thank you. We'll do it again soon. Amen, Coach. Thank you. Big love, big love, Coach.